Welcome back to Bonded by Bravo. I am your co-host, Amy, joined with... Jenna. (laughs) Nice to see you. (laughs) I guess that was awkward. (laughs) We need to smooth this part out. (laughs) It's okay. I like it. I like it. Me and Jenna finally figured out how to video uh, our podcast. So you won't actually see us, but we'll see each other, which will hopefully stop us from... Stop me from interrupting so much. Um... You know, I know you guys are here along for the journey while we figure out podcasting. Uh, Jenna and I were on another podcast last week. Uh, check it out. Uh, not my, It's Not My Drama on Instagram, as well as on podcasts, if you want to hear us talking about the Kardashians. But it was fun to kind of hear other how other people do it. It felt very casual. I don't know. What was your thoughts? Yeah, it felt like we were just kind of having a conversation, like we were like getting drinks with someone. Yeah, it was fun. We, yeah, and we did a recap of the Kardashians. So if you want to hear uh, Jenna and I's thoughts about the Kardashians and the season and when they switched to Hulu, uh, check us out over at It's Not My Drama. Um, Jen, what's going on with you this week? Busy week. We're in the middle of now this week. Yeah. Okay. So it's just been a little chaotic, a lot of like manual labor, like moving ice machines and cleaning underneath an ice machine like all my hands and knees cleaning and underneath it so gross just like moving stuff around cleaning out the liquor closet cleaning all underneath like the floors it's been it's been a week and then I like I bartended yesterday and it was really it was like busy which is great but I have to do it again today I'm tired (laughs) I did take my first berries class though what were your thoughts? I Is really it liked it. I was shocked how much I liked it. I mean, I definitely feel like, you know, say what you want about Lindsay and Carl, but Lindsay's got like <laughs> a pretty good body and I'm, I'm trying to get there for Italy. The last like 30 seconds on one of the treadmills, I was like, I won't be able to do this. Like, I don't, I'm not a runner. And I just kept going. I was like, Italy, 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 just kept saying it and it worked. <laughs> and for anyone who's, I feel like Barry's is a New York LA uh, like I don't know do they have it everywhere I think that when I had to search my location like there were a ton of cities on there including oh, Philly. oh yeah. great okay yeah, cool yeah. yeah so it's like hit workout right it's kind of like orange theory I think yeah that's what someone I heard I've never been to an orange theory I mean I've really just been doing like the reformer pilates but I kind of feel like I've been plateauing a little bit like getting rid of your mid like the midsection is turning out to be an, a near impossible task Welcome to your 30s. I hate it. I'm like, <laughs> I don't know what else to do. That's what happens in 30. Speaking of Philly, how about 95? Our exit, baby. Northeast Philly. <laughs> <laughs> so for any of our listeners, not um, one of my friends, it, it made it to new news in New York City. And, and one of my Really? Uh-huh. Get out. We have yeah, one of my friends. Like our local news too, like the the low budget. You know yeah. how there's always like a low budget one? That's one I like to watch. Um, <laughs> like a lot less fluff pieces. I'm like, yeah. give me the news. Uh, yeah, it was on our news here. Yeah. So part of the uh, I-95 in Philadelphia got, um, it actually was pretty sad. It was a, a tractor trailer caught on fire and the entire... Um, ramp or a tire piece of the overpass basically fell down uh and 95 for anyone who doesn't know is a main thoroughfare to get from so many places northeast philly beyond northeast philly the suburbs into the city and it just so happened that it happened exactly at the exit that me and jenna used to live at in northeast philly um, I don't know if you've seen the memes, but there was like a meme of a construction sign that said avoid Northeast Philly and somebody did the captain sign like aye aye captain just being shady to Northeast Philly. Yeah, we really get a bad rap. I'll tell you what. <laughs> I wonder why that is. There were just so many memes. They had that guy come out who's like, I'm the mayor. And it's just like some dude from Tacony oh my God. T- talking about how he don't understand how how it could Wait, possibly <laughs> yeah i don't know i just woke up out of a fire and all of a sudden it was oh there in the God. news Wait, your philly your northeast philly accent's really good y- yeah that's <laughs> and now it's gonna be hard for me to switch out of it because 
He's just sitting there on the corner like, yeah, they had to wake me up out of bed. And I don't even know. I mean, my dude called me. (laughs) Oh, my God. Wait. Kyle always tries to do it. I'm like, you're so bad at it. Like, we need to get you to do it for him. What is he doing? He just, he's like, it's so weird and disgusting. <laughs> that I, and he's he's like, probably trying to imitate your brothers because you only, your accent only comes out on the word on. And yeah. it's so hard on the word on. But the rest of it. Yeah, Stevens is pretty strong. Uh, just how he talks in general, like his accent, <laughs> I'm like, I'm like coding. I'm like, uh, okay, I think I got what you're saying here. <laughs> oh, God. There's so many, I mean, and well, I think, yeah, I feel like I wonder, so we were talking too about, um, names for our, our listeners. I I need something to refer to them as, um, my one friend said bondies. I know. I shut that down. Remember? Yeah. Because it's like a little bondage. Yeah. It just feels very BDSM. And like, you can't like escape that. Oh. Yeah, and like three bees, the bees. If anyone has suggestions, you know, send us a a DM or shout us out wherever uh, we're found. We'd love to. We need some ideas on what we yeah. can call ourselves. So why don't we? We're kind of reframing what we're talking about with VPR being finished. But I think we have we have so much to talk about. We said it on that podcast we were on. We want. We have so much, me and Jenna are pop lovers of all things pop culture. So we have plenty to talk about. I think I'm a below deck stan and have been for, I, I feel like I watched for so long. And so we're definitely going to give some recaps for below deck. Um, you know, I was thinking after watching this, the things that we're seeing happen with VPR folks is they're growing out of it. They're going and having babies. They're doing this, they're doing that. I feel like Below Deck has the perfect recipe for success. You're bringing in the people who it's going to be a constant rotating door and you still kind of have your key players there. They're in the service industry. They're hooking up with each other. Like it's all the stuff that we want to see. And it, it's, I feel like it's gaining more and more traction even, you know, as one of Bravo's big shows. Yeah, I agree. I think definitely during the pandemic, People were super into that show. I also find a lot of people say that, and oddly enough, like a lot of guys into Southern Charm, like those are good, I feel like entry level shows. I don't know what it is about so many guys that are into Southern Charm, but Below Deck, I've heard from so many people is like, they'll ask me like, where should I get started on Bravo? And I'll say Below Deck and they're like, oh, I have watched that one and I like it. I'm like, okay, so you're already like, you're you're dipping your toes. That's so funny that you would say that. I mean, I think it's perfect for, I never thought to, it's like one of those things for me that it's there. And if I miss it, I'm not like, oh my God, I missed it. I'll I'll catch up on Friday, Uh but it's always bringing the things that we want. It's bringing the drunk night out. It's bringing the hookups. I watched the other day from a point of view of talking about it on here and everything that's happening was, it reminds me of the year I lived in Costa Rica and the, when we worked at the bar mm-hmm. in Philly together, like your days off were such a mess. Yeah. In in Costa Rica, it was a little different because you only had each other. It's not like you really had peripheral friends. So your days off, we were going on like boat trips. We were going to other beaches. We were, you know, it was still a shit show and everybody usually ended up at someone's house or whatnot. But yeah, I feel like it's just such the perfect recipe. Yeah, I think going off of that uh, recipe comment, you're so right because the thing, yeah, there's like some remain, like some characters stay the same, like Daisy and Gary. But yeah. even if we didn't, I don't know that we would be bothered. I feel right. like we're not getting attached to any one character. We're sort of just more. We're it's just we're attached to like what the show is about. And I you want to know, like when I first started watching that show, I was like, wait, why didn't I do this? I like working kind of on a boat down the shore and I was like wow I could have been out in the med making that money (laughs) that's all I thought too is like how how did we miss this this? also to your point though I think there's something in the recipe I'll keep calling it the recipe that 
we're not really seeing their outside lives. And I think that lends itself to not creating outside storylines. Yeah. I think that's kind of like the special sauce. Like they live there, they work there. Like that's all happening right there that we're not seeing like, oh, their mom is this or their brother-in-law's that. It's very much like condensed. I also think it's, it is definitely less produced. I mean, even if you've ever worked, if you've worked one day in a busy, <laughs> in like a busy service industry, you don't need someone producing the drama because if you're like already so high, like if you're like in it, especially if you've done like, if you're on a streak and you're like on day seven of bartending and something so tiny happens, I'm like in the liquor closet crying. I'm like, full, you're just full like, mental breakdown. You're just done. You're like, I, everything is wrong like it just, we've, we've, it's we've all it's heavy over nothing like the fork could drop in the wrong place and you're like that's it I'm done I'm done how, how many times have you cried in a walk-in freezer in your oh life? my god <laughs> like I've I feel like oh yeah there have definitely been nights I remember there was this one fourth of July and it was middle of the week and we were only staffed, this is out here, staffed for like a regular Tuesday night. And a lot of people will go to Tahoe or whatever, but I think because of the way it fell during the week, people weren't taking that like, they weren't going to stay mm-hmm. all the way till Wednesday or whatever. And I just, I think I was PMSing too. PMSing when you're super busy bartending <laughs> is not great, like not great at all. <clears throat> and someone like, I don't even know what he asked me for, but I just was like, I just... I lost it. I was like, I gotta walk away. I gotta walk away. And I didn't come back for like 10 minutes. We all have so many of those like insane, insane stories. It's funny. Mine also was uh, a 4th of July story. It literally was the exact same thing that happened where it was the middle of the week and it was raining and you're like, okay, done. I'll cut everyone. Fine. And then like mid after, right. Mid afternoon. It's like the rush. I have a question for you though, because this is the part about below deck that I'm like you know what maybe I'm happy that didn't happen like the fact that you're living with your customer 24 7 like if you have a bad table or if you have a bad customer they're there for an hour then you can tell them to go fuck off Mm -hmm. but if this bad customer I mean we see so many bad quote-unquote customers on below deck and if you've worked in the service industry, you can feel Daisy's face. You can feel like you can feel their faces and exactly. Yeah, sure. You that's a, yeah, absolutely. And they go down and it's like, you're like giving them the middle finger. You're cursing their name. You're putting voodoo spells on their <laughs> fifth born child. Yeah. And you have to wake up and serve them coffee at 9am. I actually, <clears throat> this takes me to like, so when like Gary or just like any one of the um like the chief not the chief stew, what is the the deckhand the main deckhand called? Yeah. Uh, but yeah. like basically Gary's role. And when they kind of go back and forth and it's like who has the hardest job, like mm-hmm. yeah, you know, the deck crew has to see these people. But, like, I feel like the chief student definitely, I think, has the hardest job because she is managing everything. And, like, I feel like it's compared to, like, the back of house, front of house. Like, back of house, if they're having a bad time, they, like, they'll have their little tantrums back there. We can't have a tantrum. We're, we're in it. We have to, like, be the face of the entire thing. So, to compare those two roles, I'm like, that is so unfair. And if back of house is having a bad day, that affects front of house like if you're gonna sit there i mean how many whiny chefs have we had to listen to that like have a temper tantrum that throw shit and then you have to like try to get on their good side because you need your food up oh that yeah so thoughts on this episode you've been watching the whole season right yeah so i'm all caught up now um i okay i don't know just i have so many thoughts um so many so many Gary is like really cringe this season like I don't know that I've always been like you're problematic but I don't know if I found him straight up cringe but the way that he's like so clingy towards Mads and then getting like weirded out by this whole Colin Daisy thing it's just it's like what is happening here what is going on 
have you I've dated a Gary and that's why it it reminds me of you know who where it's like they need the attention all at once and this but they like want it's like they want their cake and eat it too and it's like okay it also was the most toxic relationship I've ever been in in the sense of like I it was so bad but it's just so he's trying to keep all of his options open at all times and I loved that Daisy was sticking up for herself. Like it's so easy for me at the time. It was easy for me to fall back into the Gary trap of being like, Oh, Oh. And it was hard to break that cycle because you were used like that person's giving you attention. You're like, Oh my God. And they're paying attention to you at the right times. Meanwhile, they're doing whatever they want on the side. And I thought it was awesome when she was like, no, you're not going to sit here and play me while just because I'm not available to you to you now is when you want me. That exact situation happened to me. I was like just starting to date someone and things were going well. And this other person actually saw, oh, they're starting and they're starting to like someone. Oh, they're starting to date someone. Hadn't been in the picture for months. And then as soon as they started dating someone in their eyeline that they could see that I was dating, again, we all worked at the restaurant. They knew that yeah. like everyone knew what was going on. And as soon as they saw that, they were like, oh, you know what? Let me just trickle back in. And I was just stupid enough yeah. to be like, okay. <laughs> you know what's so funny? I'm like, was I the Gary at some point? <laughs> yes. A hundred percent. I'm like, wait, I'm pretty sure I was having my cake and eating too. Like, as you're t- describing this, I was like, oh no. Oh, no. oh my God. Oh my God. My face it's is on the problem. <laughs> it's me. Hi, I'm the problem. It's me. Um, I've oh my God. Problem. Yes. You, you were absolutely the Gary in this situation. Oh my God. I can't. Um, what was your reason for being the Gary? I don't know. I <laughs> Is mean, this a therapy first, podcast now? <laughs> <laughs> I think at first, when I first started working there, there was like, it seemed like everyone was sort of into him. Options. And like, oh. and I was like, well, wait a second. I think I'm into him now because everyone else was. I mean, I did find him really attractive and I thought he was funny as like, he is funny as hell. Um, I also had some heard some like really good things about him like in bed, so I was like, oh, this is this is fun. <laughs> From like three of my coworkers, <laughs> I was like, perfect. And then Am he was the like, kind of hard to get. He was like definitely played like hard to get, but then once I got him, then it was like like not hard to get at all. Like I was like, oh wait, oh wait, wait, wait. What did I do? And then all of a sudden I had a boyfriend for the next year and a half. And I was like, what is happening? Oh my God, I can't. Yeah, you were the Gary. You sure were. Literally got a one-way ticket to San Francisco. (laughs) How we broke up. This is so dark. We can't. No, I mean, look, we've all been in this situation of having to buy tickets to get out of the situation. I moved to another country. Yeah. See? Oh, yeah. 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 (laughs) So, okay. Getting back to the podcast. I feel like we need to- Jen is Gary- I'm, how hot Colin is too in all of I mean I've had a crush on Colin from the jump and the fact that he was always in a relationship in all of the seasons made it so interesting because he the other thing about him he was never disrespectful in any yeah. like when he you just knew he had a girlfriend he was like kind of sitting back and seeing to see this side of him where he's like out there dating I love it and I really love the him and Daisy dynamic yeah, I don't. I don't know. I it feels like like I guess I just can't feel the chemistry really between those two. Like although I don't think Gary should be the choice for Daisy, you do see I feel like there is a little bit more natural chemistry there. And that's probably but- just because they've had two seasons of both being single on the boat, having like being allowed to flirt whereas like Colin was never in that mix. He was always just the friend who had a girlfriend. But I think that's Gary. I don't think it has anything to do with their chemistry. Gary could literally yeah. have chemistry with with 
you know, an ant. Like he create, he's just like a natural flirt. He wants attention. If you're like semi good looking, he's going to like, you know, we could all be on that boat having sex with care if we wanted. When in reality is like, that's what it is. It's like the attention that he's giving everyone that feels good. Whereas Colin, this like mysterious, gorgeous wonder, like every time he goes in that control room and puts those headphones on, I get the biggest lady boner. Yeah. Like a man that can do something with his hands and like has long hair and tattoos. I know. A little scruff on his face, a wrinkle from a suntan. I was was thinking yesterday, I was like, wait, is is Colin my celebrity crush? (laughs) (laughs) I'm like, I'm getting too into Bravo. Um, You're Bravo celebrity crush. We have to differentiate. I don't know. I think he might just. I think. I think. all around who else would we compare him to like Shep, he, austin yeah, well, oh, no, craig oh my god get it Carl, okay. kyle no when there was like there was a moment in the scene where like in the show when i was like oh no is daisy really gonna go for gary over colin but it i mean it didn't really like happen that no. way but i was just thinking i was like is this gonna be like how Paige went for craig over andrea like the hottest guy that's ever graced bravo oh my god sorry Paige. so my question to you though okay is it gonna go that way i hope that she doesn't i did some digging i want her to go for colin however yesterday i did some digging and it looks like they don't follow each other on instagram oh wow and that and she was on watch what happens live last week and andy was asking her like gary or colin gary or colin and she said you're gonna and he picked like who would you pick in the long run and she said gary oh and she said you'll have to wait and see what happens and so i'm curious on how this is all, all gonna play out what did you think of colin's reaction to this news that they had sex did you think it was valid no, I didn't. I thought it was like a little extreme. I was like, "Oh, this is so strange." And I was like, "Is he is he grossed out by it because he like knows how many people Gary sleeps with?" And like then I guess from that point of view, I could see it being a little bit like a turnoff. I don't know that I would think he's allowed to be mad about it, but I think yeah. he would have the right to be like, "I'm good on this. Like I I don't need to um, I'm good. But I, I thought like, the action was a little extreme. Yeah, and I felt like it was an ego thing. Like, oh, you're like, who really cares if they slept together seven months ago? I want to say an age thing, but like, they're all in their thirties. Yeah, I don't and know. they're all living in such tight quarters. But I think to me, if like. I think him finding out after that day where they were being very flirty with each other, the one thing he said that stuck in my head was like, yeah, I thought all of this was because of friendship, but that's really because there's something there because they're flirting. What she was doing that day at the beach club, I just felt was a little over what the line. That? that was so weird. It was uncomfortable to watch. The only thing I can. <laughs> okay. So the only thing I can kind of think is like, you know, when you're, I don't know, like, maybe like kind of into someone and then another person's giving you attention. You almost want to like make Mm -hmm. sure that the person that you sort that you like sees that and is like, gets like a little bit like, I don't know, like, I don't know how to say this, but like a little bit jealous. Yeah. Of course. Like jealous or like, yeah, like she is hot or whatever. Right. Like she has other options. Like this is about her ego. Absolutely. But I think she went a little too far. Like it was a little too much like laying and rubbing. It it felt so cringy. cringy. I I was like, I don't like this. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I think I, I, it makes me sad that they're not following each other. I have these like hard eyes for them because I think Colin's such a good guy. And I think deep down Daisy might act like a, like, Oh, I, um, she gives me vibes of, oh my God, who's the below deck person from Australia? Hannah. Yeah. She gives me Hannah vibes of like, oh. she, I think deep down, she, n- not in like actions or anything like that, but I feel like she probably wants to settle down and she talks about that. And then there's the douchebag. And then there's, she said like, I could see a future with Colin and she knows that she knows that for relationship purposes, Colin is absolutely the better pick than 
Gary, but Gary. Oh, wait, I, thought you, I thought you just said on Bravo or on Watch What Happens Live. She said Gary. She did because I think of something that happened this okay, season. She said that with the context of like, you have to wait and see. I got the vibes from watching Watch What Happens Live. And I can't remember the exact quote, but I got the vibes that Colin did her dirty in some way. Okay. You know what else I really like about Below Deck? It's always on. <laughs> and the it's seasons are so long. Yeah. How it's long, true. Think, how long are their seasons? I think I looked and it's like, it's like they do six weeks at a time. Okay, that's what I thought. It's true. Why did we not do this? I don't know because they are making so much money, and, and they're traveling. Oh, anyway, um, yeah, I don't know. I just love Below Deck. I do love. I mean, we can't. We don't know what it's like to look, work on those in those like in that yeah in those circumstances. But the whole service aspect of it, I really enjoy. Yeah. Watching. I don't know where what other industries they could do this in, but like they found a pot of gold here. And yeah, this is did. what I feel like Vanderpump is missing as Vanderpump evolves. Like how, I don't know how they can bring in people to the fold that start again at the restaurant, but there's something like we need to see these people starting at the restaurant. Speaking of, did you see Lisa is doing um, that new show Vanderpump Villa basically of the staff that's taking care of her villa? Yeah, you know what's so weird is <laughs> that idea. Oh, interesting. Which is owned by Disney, so I'm I'm curious how that all kind of worked out behind the scenes. Interesting. Um, I don't know about that. Like, I I don't really know where Van. I mean, I think Vanderpump Rules has another. I think next season will be obviously about the you know everything going on maybe now and like the whole aftermath of Scandaval. Yeah. And then I think because that season will probably do well in numbers, they'll get that second season. I think after that season, what's we're going to have to figure out, yeah, what's going on next. And I, I mean, think I, I kind of, I love the, I do love the, I think we're connected to these characters because we followed them for so long. It's literally been a decade. Yeah. But if like I'm thinking about it from the stance of like just really enjoying to see like kind of the behind the scenes of like industry shows. Yeah. I feel like either we move like there must be I don't think Vanderpump's restaurants are the spots at this point in time. Well, that's there interesting. Must be, there must be somewhere else in L.A. that is like, you know, the place to be the place to want to work at and that. I think could be fun to watch. What if they did a spinoff of the, sh the bars on the show, like Tom, Tom shorts and Sandy's uh, something about her staff. I think if, I think if we're going to, I would be okay with like letting go of, we don't need the to Vanderpump do people. Yeah. Like let's, okay. I think I could start a new, like at a different bar, different cast, different. I'm also yeah. feeling really, exhausted by lisa i feel like she's so like i don't know i just i'm not vibing with lisa right now and so i don't even know that i'm like do we i just really don't know if we even need her and then her little comments i just tend to not agree with at all so i'm kind of just like eh, i don't know well i feel like that's the perfect segue to get into um the secrets revealed last night okay did you watch i did there was a lot there. There was a lot there. Um, there was even more on the extended on Peacock, if you could believe Really? It. Okay. Yeah, I need I to. most of that this morning. I think okay. for this part, we should just, to keep it kind of organized, because I know that we tend to be a little bit all over the place. Yeah. Let's just <laughs> go scene, scene by, by scene. scene here. Yeah. The opening scene with Tom and Katie in their house and he's calling her Bubba and wanting to order food. That was, that broke my heart. It did. Yeah. It made me feel so sad. Okay. okay. So I've been in that situation where. Who did, you, who did you feel bad for? Who, who are we sad for here? I would just say in general, the situation, like you're watching. I'm shocked by this. Really? Yeah. It's like, you're watching right before 
like you're watching that you already know that they're getting divorced and they're still trying to be like cordial to each other. And I felt bad when she said she was dating someone, not because she was dating someone, but like Tom thinking that he wants to hear that information. But then when he actually hears it, it's like, even if he was the one saying it to her, I think she would be upset even though she initiated the divorce. Um, yeah, I felt I felt bad for the situation and watching them still living under the same roof, trying to navigate what that looks like. I was in a relationship for s- almost seven years, and we kind of broke up before I moved to Costa Rica, but it was like so weird, and we were still living under the same roof and trying to pretend like everything's fine with our dog and our friends. And it's like, well, we're going to break up, but we're still just like figuring this out and we're going to break up. And it like, this went on for like three months. It was weird. It's a weird dynamic. I I guess it is. I just didn't, I'm kind of almost shocked in my, I'm, I feel like normally we would be like reverse in these feelings because I felt nothing. (laughs) Really? Yeah. I didn't feel bad. I was like, yeah, they shouldn't be. I just genuinely think that they should not be together. Right. Um, I think that he did this. And I mean, I guess both of them, but I, I think if you're going to be in a partnership, especially in marriage, like you have to be a partner. You can't just like do whatever you want. And then when it's like, I don't know, like for him crying like that, I understand that I he's sad about it, but it just felt, where was this before? And I also think, though, with that being said, it's also like, I don't think it matters who initiated and who didn't. And like Tom's feelings are still valid. I feel like what we saw in that scene was it like hitting him like, oh, she's dating someone. I'm still calling her Bubba and she's dating someone. But this goes to the core of who he is. (laughs) Yeah. Like he doesn't he doesn't take anything seriously, not even the divorce. Right. It's, and it's, it's, um, I I hear you on that point. Like seeing Katie then go into her confessional and say like, I'm happy that I can finally do something that makes me happy. I think, yeah, it, I think I felt bad because it, the situation I was in was so similar in a sense of like the person I was with, it was like, it was my fault that I was, that I was breaking us up. It was my fault. Like, oh, you're making this crazy decision. You're crazy for doing this. How could you ruin such a good thing? And it's like, what good thing were you involved in it? Like, where, where have you been in these last yeah. years that this was a good thing and this was a good decision? I don't know. It's not like I felt bad for Tom or Katie. I felt bad for the situation knowing that it's like, yeah. it's hard in the moment. Yeah. Yeah. And then we get into... Um, the Tom and Ariana, uh, and also let's not forget that Gordo was literally humping the pillow the entire time. No, I'm, <laughs> so weird. And I'm like trying to look, but then I'm like, what the fuck? And like, yeah. no one's going to say anything. No about one's going like, to acknowledge it. Yeah. <laughs> no. But yeah. Ariana and Sandoval go to the old apartment. Yeah. Uh, which is just, I guess it's like nice to see them back where they all came from. Like those were the days though. Oh, when like early BPR seasons, it was just remember, and they were like, it, this was before all the money. Yeah. So yeah. like way more relatable, way more relatable. And they like cut to like a roach on the floor. I was like, I let's it. not be too shady. Them doing the beer bong. Like it did give you those feels of the earlier seasons where everyone was just such a hot mess. I know doing so like uh, the beer bong obviously disgusting but you really do sort of (laughs) I don't know if I'm like because it's been brought to our attention a little bit more recently about how much the Toms really drink but like I know it was like okay they're at this like it's sentimental they're at this apartment but then he does that beer bong but like it'll be like all like his before we'll get to the first his date thing but like doing that like the drinking there I feel like he's just like well like always drinking i'm like oh my god are you tired and bloated i just rewatched the earlier seasons too i watched four and five and like kristen and stassi would have been right there with them they were drinking at 9 a.m they were setting up furniture drinking they were they were um having a conversation about this drinking they were i'm just concerned they're not now i mean we don't know that you don't think kristen's drinking at 9 a.m right now give me a break they're just not on camera to see it I think these, I don't know. I feel like Tom and Tom are really like, don't I think that they use 
bar is like a cr- like I, I own a bar. I got a drink all day, every day. My brand is drinking. Well, I mean, I just think they're like the Peter Pan syndrome. Like they don't want to grow up. They really, really do. They are. They really embody Peter Pan syndrome on a level <laughs> that I am so glad I don't have to deal with. And it's funny because that's what was cute when we watched them five years ago. It's true. Yeah. Do we know if the others are drinking? I mean, I bet you Kristen Doty's having a, a shot and a beer at freaking 10 a.m. from time to time. Don't get us wrong. Um, then we cut to the scene. It was weird to see Ariana and Tom like back to the niceties there and being on okay. good terms because I want to know where that is in the timeline too. Um okay. They meet at the other thing about this whole thing is like Lisa with her with her lighting and her satin top oh in God. front of the chair, like narrating this thing like she is Jane Goodall with the, I just it was so weird. Also the narration. A, I don't know why she's narrating. She's not a reliable narrator. Well, they give I mean, please, they're giving but her those. Like, this is what I mean about like, we just don't need her anymore. It was so dramatic. I did too. Like, she really does the girls a little dirtier than she does the guys. And I don't know what that's about. I I find it very strange. And I felt like we've always gotten that vibe of whenever these guys were flirting with her or like giving her attention, you always felt like she's liked it. It wasn't like, oh, stop. It, you get that vibe and you're like, all right, yeah. Lisa, what's Lisa doing with Ken on the, I mean, I don't blame her. Ken's what, 70 something. Yeah. I, I love a good 25 year old when I see them. I'm, I'm ready to appreciate what's out there, but it's like, do <laughs> it's it over. off TV. God. Um, I don't, this isn't like a full scene, but just like before we get into the next scene, when they show Peter, Peter, <laughs> huh? Peter's weird. That's what my I mean, husband said. Peter's like, he's, weird. he's weird. like, what is this? Who I, I want to know, like, you know, I love comparing someone to someone I know, and I can't. Real quick, does he look like Captain Hook a little bit? Yes. <laughs> I was like, wait, he looks familiar. It's he gives it's the goatee, it's the like wet hair, but yeah. I who does he he? I'm trying to figure out his personality and like what it is, and I just think that he's a little goofy. Yeah, him asking. He's, he's weird. He's a weird dude. Yeah. He's super cringe. Like, I'm watching his scenes. I'm like, oh, I don't want to. <laughs> it see is. That. And oh, even yeah. when he goes on dates with these people, how could you ask Raquel to break up with you twice, dude? You I know. asked her to break up with you twice. And, like, I know we, you know, Raquel's problematic, but I was kind of, like, impressed when she did it. <laughs> She's like, do you want me to do it again? <laughs> And again, yeah. it has nothing to do with her. It was like, what are you doing, dude? So I know. weird. When he was like, he said something at the end about like, you're not going to break my heart. And she's like, great. So we're on the same page then. I feel like we're on the same page. <laughs> and like, we're just like, yeah, we're not, I'm not going to do this dance with you right now. Cool. Good yeah. Sorry. Let's uh, move on. I'm fucking Sandoval. So we're all good here. Right. right. <laughs> I have my backup plan. Thank you. Yeah. Um. So we see. I was confused with this scene. This is Charlie, like where she works on the side. Why was Charlie at this other bar? This is, I think, her main gig. This is where okay. she's like, this is the bar she's paying her rent with, I'm pretty sure. Because she's okay. talked about this bar for a while. Okay. I did look it up. Actually, it's like in one of my tabs here to see where it is. Okay. I mean, I'm not really a nightclub kind of gal. Oh, but... it's a nightclub. I didn't know. The one thing I liked about the scene was I didn't know that Katie and Charlie had a dynamic. I think they talk about how this started. I don't really remember what it is, but yeah, I think that they just started to like, I think maybe they started working out together. I think Katie says this at one point, like post-divorce, Katie starts to like, I think because Charlie was into the bodybuilding thing. Oh, gotcha. And so I, it was someone for her to work out with. I don't know if it started as like produced scenes mm-hmm. like get them in scenes together um i i don't mind charlie i am that like i am confused why she's still there though you don't mind charlie i don't at all but i don't know why she's on the show like what is the reasoning for keeping her there when she's like not ever really in the mix 
I can't believe you don't mind her. I mind her so much. She bothers me with her face. And (laughs) yeah, I feel strongly about this. But and to your point, like what it's like her and Christina Kelly. What are you guys doing? What are we here for? See, I mind Christina Kelly a lot more than I mind. I mind them the same. I mind, yeah. (laughs) yeah. Christina Kelly brings like nothing for me. But again, that has, I mean, I think she was there for Katie. Yeah. And Charlie's had said on podcasts that she stopped being friends with uh, Raquel because of some problematic things that she said. I guess I just, in previous episodes, I didn't get the vibe that Katie and Charlie were friendly. Um, so I thought that was cool to see that they were friendly in this scene. Mm-hmm. And Sheena just like whining if Katie would be friends with her again. Like, oh no, you think it's weird that she wouldn't be friends with you if you tried to set someone up with her ex-husband. Oh my God, that's such a weird thing to think. Yeah. I also, I mean, I did, yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I don't mind Charlie. What were you going to say? I don't remember. Okay. It's gone with the wind. But I guess we should just talk about this girl's night at that bar. So Sheena's, like, very clearly hurt by this whole thing. Um, Like, about the whole Katie getting, like, being mad at her. Like, you can, like, feel it. And she's getting, like, so... I feel like she's getting really petty. I don't know. I really just, like, didn't appreciate Sheena in this scene at all. And then when she comes in and she, like, sees that dress and makes a comment, like, big deal. You guys have the same dress. And she's like, you know where she thought first. Like, no offense, th- that picture that you just showed back to back, you I cannot tell. You can't tell that that's the same dress. No, I thought it was literally like a robe, like pajamas. Like, we're casual, we're cute, we're comfy. <laughs> but that Sheena in that scene is why we cringe Sheena so many times. Yep. It's just yep. like, it is what it is. Yep. Um, I feel like then we get into the, this is, then we get into the Oliver conversation. Yeah. Oh, no, the flowers. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, wait. You're talking about... Oh, so, okay. So, we're now we're in the morning after. So, we're not at girls' night anymore. We're at Tom and Ariana's. <sighs> and it is the morning after. Could you imagine... Wait, is it the morning, morning after? Yeah. I... Yeah. It's the morning after. No way. Yes. Holy crap. I didn't know yeah. it was the morning, morning after. Yeah. So you're saying this was the morning after Tom and Raquel hooked up? The night that he had to bring the door or call Ariana because he was locked out. Wait, how did you get that info? How do we know this? Because they, because on the scene, they say like, it says morning after guys night. Oh my God, I missed that. Guys night. And then I did see like, I was like, wait. Am I doing the math? Like, I was like, oh my God, this is happening. Oh my God, I I missed online. Like, someone else had said it. But uh, yeah, it was morning after. Can you imagine going to that house in the morning? Like, you're Raquel in this situation. You're going there with flowers. She brought flowers. What flowers? And then, if you look, okay, so after we're done doing this, go watch that (laughs) again. When you see, uh, oh, I saw it. Greet Raquel. It was so. Cr- it was like, what is going on? But I didn't realize in the moment that it was the morning after. How did I miss hours. that? It had to be hours, ten hours. They after were he just had a- in her. Ew. Ew. Then you just made me think of his little peepee. Uh. <laughs> well, they flashback. They do the flashback of uh, probably his white nail polish on it. <laughs> god too far too far (laughs) okay so this all makes sense i can't believe i missed that they do the flashback of them at cattle ranch and they're like sitting there talking on the saddle ranch saddle ranch whatever the fuck it's called (laughs) but it's so funny like how did production not know this because as we saw last night so many nuggets were being talked about and so many people in different scenes were saying that things were going on with tom and raquel even if production didn't think it's true i'm so shocked that they didn't run with that storyline yeah did you see okay remember speaking of cattle ranch boomer (laughs) what is it called saddle ranch yeah speaking of (laughs) saddle ranch so did did you listen to that podcast with their friend jamie this was like kind of a while ago it was like 
probably mid-March. And it was like one of the first interviews that had like given a lot of behind the scenes. I don't think so. But it was, I think this is the night that she was talking about. She was like, yeah, there was like a time when San or Sandoval and Raquel were like off sitting on the curb just with each other for a while. And like we took a video of it to send to Ariana and then like kind of looked at it and we're like, this could be taken out of context. And so didn't send it to Ariana. Oh, no, I didn't hear this podcast. Interesting. Yeah. And so they didn't send it. They were like, oh, this could be like definitely taken like the wrong way. We're not trying to like stir anything up. They're all friends here. And so they I think they maybe, Yeah, I don't know. And or maybe the, I don't know if that story is exactly like all those facts, right? But it was something along those lines where someone had taken a video of them from afar, just like <gasps> joking. And then we're like, we let's not make a big deal out about this. But then that was that video footage that they showed last night there. I'm pretty positive that that's what they're referring to. Interesting. It's like, so wow, production had this video. <sighs> I felt like there were so many times last night. I mean, in that scene that happens next is they eat sandwiches and they're talking about Oliver and Ariana or Oliver and Raquel hooking up. And like, meanwhile, Tom's like the way he was looking at her during that scene, I felt so cringy. But if, if we didn't know what we knew now, I don't know if I would. The thing that struck me from that scene was how, yes, Raquel, Rachel was like every any empathy that I had last week for her last night was immediately gone in that scene immediately gone immediately no I think that that's been sort of the reaction I've been seeing online yeah and Charlie I mean this is where Charlie comes in and this is like Charlie says that one comment about Lala and I was like girl just just check yourself like please you don't like you don't know anything about anything just uh, you well, know really i'll i'll be about anything here except for in this moment only sandoval and raquel are like i didn't like so talking about charlie says lala's life didn't pan out the way that she thought and that she fucked the wrong person for money and yeah. i just thought like there's a kid involved you should watch your mouth yeah i i mean i agree with that i know the scene was majority around uh raquel and sandoval but i think they put that line in to show a little bit of nastiness towards uh, Lala's. But I would have loved to see that because if that would have came to light and there would have been a Charlie and Lala conversation, I would have loved to have been a part of that. Yeah. Um, I know we have a lot more to to talk about. I think we get into the, oh God, this is terrible. This, this roller skating scene. Oh, this was like really hard to watch and it totally contradicts every single thing. That Tom, that, has been, yep. that Tom has been saying. Like, did he literally not think that we were going to see footage? I mean, he is just so wrong. Like, everything that he was, everything that he was saying, like, he that, that they were distant and that, like, to me, this, this whole scene demonstrated that the distance really was about the bar, at least from Ariana's mm-hmm. point of view. And she that, says, like, like yeah. All she wanted was quality time with him. And she was so happy to be spending quality time. And she's hoping in the future, there's more quality time. Mm-hmm. All of those things. It was so hard. They're kissing. They're on a date. He's calling her dumpling. Like you would yeah, never. Telling her how hot she is. Like why would over she and over. in that moment that they're on the rocks? To me, that does, if someone was, if I was having this date, this experience, and my partner was telling me these things, I have no there's not a thought in my head that's saying, oh, we're, you're we're cheating on me and we're over and that we're on the rocks. And then they cut to the scene where Ariana's talking about how I said to Katie, you're going to have to work really hard not to get me to like Raquel. Like we have this great friend family. Yeah. We, I, you know, set Katie saying not to trust her around my man, but like we've all stayed in houses together. We all like, how did production not pick this up as a story? I I mean, I don't know. They keep saying that they were just following Ariana's lead, I guess. I don't know. I just I feel know. like I feel like they might have missed the mark on this. Yeah, I think so too. I mean, I was like trying to think back to like seeing all their Instagrams and stuff and like they yeah. definitely do have like a close group of friends that yeah. I'm sure does feel like family. It looks like family from looking at it on instagram yeah i mean 
Did you hear her best friend Brad on the Vile Files? Sure did. I like him. Like, I don't know what he's talking about. I like him. Me too. But he talked a lot about how like as friends, and I think for us who've moved to other cities, like you do kind of lean on your people in your city. I'm closer to Philly, so it's a little different for me, but you do do still end up like creating this, like in the city I live in, so many people in New York aren't from New York. So it's not like they have a lot of people to go to. So like on holidays, you hang out on Christmas, on Thanksgiving, if you're not able to make it home, like those things happen. And when she said that friend family thing, that's where I was like knife in the heart, twist it. I know. Um, okay. Next scene was probably the cringiest thing I've ever seen. I had, I already know what you're going to say. And I had to fast forward it. Tom Schwartz on the date. Was that a child? Well, like one thing I said, showed, they pre- when they showed the preview, I was like, I was like, oh, this isn't a date. This must be his like friend's daughter. I <laughs> thought it was maybe when they showed the preview, I was like, oh, is he interviewing somebody for a job at- or something like that? <laughs> like, like, or something. Right. Like, I was like, what is happening? <laughs> he, oh my god, this what whole is his scene. age? What are his age? Also, why is he on Hinge? Like, get on Raya. Let's keep it. And again, so I had in my notes that this was probably set up by production. This is what I thought. He still was nervous enough for your like, is it set up by production? I don't know. I mean, I think they probably, he's like, is this what people do? Is this how they go on dates? Is this what people do on dates? She's like, I'll have a water. He's like, I'll have a light beer and a shot of tequila. Girls, anyone listening out there is that single. If you go on a date with a man and he asks for a light beer and a shot of tequila, red flag, Red flag. On your first date in the first five minutes. It was was just too much that... Then he tells the hypothetical story of his divorce. Again, gals, if anybody's talking about their divorce on your first date, red flag. Like, ease in In, to talk about. In that way, too. As, like, a hypothetical. Like, painting it as a story. Like, it's already bad enough if they're talking about it, but now they're using... Uh, like pseudonyms, like John. Like, yeah, I, c- come up with something like, a little more clever. And you're not I telling the full story, this, dude. I hated this scene so much, and like, she was. I need to know. She had to be what twenty two. I was gonna say like twenty five. This is what happens once you get over thirty. Everyone looks twenty two, so you have to I, give them benefit of doubt. When they were skipping away, he he high fived her. He oh high fived her. Oh yep, yeah, as he should. When he's that like, is his friend's daughter. Like he should high five and only high five. And when he goes, can you- is, <laughs> I, that wouldn't be appropriate for TV. It's so gross. <laughs> and when he goes, can you believe that we're on a date? He whispers the word like it's a four-letter curse word. I, I was like, what is going on here? Could you imagine? Like he's good looking from afar. And when they were walking away together and they were like, holding hands i number one thought his hands got to be so clammy i number two thought she's young enough that she's wearing a flower skirt and white converse high tops that's how young she is girls and definitely gave like i just moved to la vibes (laughs) i have my straight hair and i'm just like having a night out and like i don't even know what vanderpump is i mean she's literally too young to know (laughs) right she's not his demo it's perfect no 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 no. like what are what is what's his like age range set on him. Oh my god, it's probably twenty one and above. Give me a freaking break. Yeah, twenty one to eighty five. Right. Oh god. Okay. So that was it. Was probably my favorite scene for the cringiness. We move on to Lala, Christina, Kelly, and Katie having dinner. I feel like all they really talk about is Ken spilling the. Did anyone see Tom Sensible in the? They spill about that tea. I also. Yeah, I also feel like they've previewed this scene so many times that right. we didn't even really need to see it. Like, yes, right. we know it was weird about the whole Newport thing. Not a lot here to discuss. Cause I think it's already been discussed. Right. And basically again, if freaking production is now getting this on all these different levels, why Lala says there's something going on with Raquel and Tom. Yeah. Um, then you go to Sheena and Raquel crafting. Like, is this, is this what people do for fun? Like, that's interesting. Okay. Well, this is obviously so produced, but yeah. there are. Okay. So this scene, when they're talking about the whole thing, I don't think that Sheena was like all 
Or like, I don't know that she was super suspicious, but I think I got 1% suspicion from her. Not suspicion, but I think I got like 1% of like, "Eh, the lying is a little weird. When she said her own, like, first, I think not wanting, I think there was a lot of not wanting Katie and Lala to be right tied up in this. It's also one of her. Oh, that's an interesting thought. Yeah, one of her good friends, like, every for her personally she did not could not want it couldn't this. be right yeah it just could not this was not happening but i do but, think that there was probably deep down deep 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 down one to two percent of her that was like yeah, that's a little strange this is a little well, production had to have told her to ask the question well brock lied brock said that when he asked if raquel slept over you both said no yeah and, and you know what it is weird because I know that they're all saying, like, it's not that weird. It's not that weird. If it wasn't that weird, why, why would we Brock lying? immediately say, did Raquel stay over? No. Like, he answered the question because he knows that would be weird. Right. So don't try and tell us that this isn't weird. When your own partner is, like, just didn't even give it a second thought. He was just like, oh, did Raquel stay over? Answered the question for himself before the Times could even answer. Because he was like, there's no way that she'd stayed over by and herself. Then- and then Raquel does the Raquel thing. I guess I should have said I didn't sleep over. Like Tom hadn't gotten to her at that point to tell her what to say the story was. And it was like so clear, like in robot brain, like I wasn't given directions on this topic. Okay. And then this scene when she says, when like, uh, now they're making me out to be like a home wrecking whore. Now this scene, I wish Andy would have, asked her yes. like you should have been played at the reunion and andy should have said to her what what is this literally just what is this what were you feeling in that moment how did you even how did you even get those words to come out of your mouth and mean them when you are all of those things and again any empathy i had for her last week was out the door after this scene too it just kept getting also, worse I have an idea that I should pitch to Bravo. Okay. I think before we get into the next season, we need to do another reunion type situation. We need to do like a check-in where everybody is. Like a pre-reunion to see where everyone's at and maybe even hash out some of this other stuff, answer some of these questions that I'm asking right now. Like I'm like you know, I've said it before. I just, I don't know. I was like not impressed with some of the reunions. Yeah. It didn't feel like they got to the nitty gritty. It was like these very like high level questions. And it was like the big questions that we kind of already have had cleared right. up. Like we needed the more like tedious stuff, like the day to day, some of the weirdness, the day to day, the comments that were made. Like, I feel like we were just addressing the issue at large and not right. getting into the stuff that has kept us so captivated because right. it's so weird. And she, Sheena says like, we all know you wouldn't do something with one of our guys. And then they cut to the confessional and Raquel's like, yeah, would never. Yeah. So then you go to Lisa and Ariana and the accident and blah, blah, blah. They're at the stables. I thought that was cute, but like, whatever. I don't really care. I did um, not care. I just was like, so done with this. I hate the, uh, this feels very, you know what this scene is? This is a very like Kardashian scene. Mm-hmm fluff scenes not I'm relatable like, we're not in a season for fluff we don't and have nobody, and okay. this was one of those scenes where they would have put lisa in to just show something about lisa yeah so then we cut to the post scandal ali and james discussing it james is upset he's upset about the dog <laughs> james calling sandoval judas i was <laughs> probably <laughs> i think we didn't get into like I don't think we gave James space at the reunion or even in the last few, like the last, the post scandal stuff to talk about how this affected him as someone like Ali says, when he talk when she talks to Ariana and Katie, she says, James is really hurt. They were texting the night that all of this happened. So when Ariana found out and Tom Sandoval is just texting James as if nothing happened, like, all right, see you tomorrow, brother. Like doesn't even think anything of it. I know. I feel like Sandoval really didn't think about, I mean, obviously he didn't really think about anyone, but I really th- feel like he was not thinking about, it's almost like he forgot that James dated 
Raquel for five years or something. Yeah, of course. It's so blatant. And I think he probably would think that he would still, uh, still have a chance to be friends with him. Yeah, for sure. So we do that last scene of Katie, Ariana, um, and Allie, they're sitting around, um, again, Lala trying to say like, if there's, I feel like there's something Lala is trying to say to Allie about warning her of James and Allie saying like, yeah, I'm good. I'm good. I feel like we're good. She's still, Lala's still trying to warn her about James. And I'm wondering where that's coming from and if that's going to be a storyline next, next uh, season. Hmm. I, I showed you. So allegedly there's these things going around online about stuff between Kristen Doty and James and that she's ready to spill the beans on the type of person he really is. And they're also saying Raquel might come out with some things too. And it it's, they're talking allegedly about James being allegedly has been physical with uh, Kristen Doty and Raquel. And if this is the case, this would blow up Vanderpump and it would give Raquel a chance at redemption. You know, it's funny. I'm having the exact opposite reaction. Really? Wow. Kristen's so fucking thirsty. Interesting. Yeah. I'm like, okay. This isn't something like, I don't think you should talk about, like we shouldn't, like it's not something you talk about lightly. So I hope that the implication of what Kristen's saying, like that she's, you know, yeah, I just – and I'm not saying that. It's not that I, you know, I don't want to make it seem like James is a victim in any of this at all because right. if he did those things, that is super wrong. I just – I think I'm just I, – I just in everything in this culture, I feel like we can't just keep dredging shit up from years ago and then, like, punishing people for it. It's like Cancel we're not culture. allowing anyone to evolve that way, and it's like – James knew he had a drinking problem. And like, I bet some of that abuse was happening while he was drinking. And I'm not saying Kristen allegedly. deserves any of it, but he, yeah, allegedly that, that no one deserves any kind of abuse, but like Kristen was problematic as well. And like to like rile that up. I feel like it was always I in think- a situation. I just, I don't know. I just feel like you're not on the show anymore. And she didn't it's, say it's like, it. What she, what Kristen said was, "There's I more to come." Like at all, so yeah. I'm like so like over her and just, I just, I don't know. I think if we just keep bringing up things that people did years ago and they've like done a lot of work on themselves, yeah. And it's like I just feel bad like bad if Let's say like if that was still ongoing, that's right. a different story. Yeah, I just don't think that's what he's doing to Allie. I just think that there's been some growth, and I just feel like we can't hold everyone accountable for what they did three, four or five years ago. Yeah. And just, we're just like, then it's like, what's the point of evolving anyway? Yeah. There is what do no you think if I'm just going to be held to what I did five, six, seven years ago. I think it would be a bomb in Bravo and they would see how to navigate it. I mean, we've seen Bravo cancel people um, in the past. What do you think for next season? Where do you see v- Vanderpump going? What do you think they're going to well, be like doing? I, said, I think it'll be the aftermath. I think yeah. we'll follow the girls to something about her. Yeah. I'm excited and to see that part. Hiring people and see like a little bit of that staff. I wouldn't yeah. be surprised if we got a little bit of a spinoff of that. Yeah. And then, which would be good for Bravo because it's definitely, you know, it's seeing the women sort of do the thing. Yeah. Um, And then I, w- I would watch that too. Yeah. Um, I, I'm starting. I don't know I if you saw. Drama filled, but I think. It would be cool to just like kind of see. I'm starting to get have more um, empathy for Schwartz after him saying that he's going to that he's distancing himself from Sandoval permanently. I heard. Yeah, I'm hearing more of like the things that you were saying, like what how he did this to his business. I thought Tom was very much involved. I feel like my cards turning a little bit. Um, did you see there was so Stassi was on we have a few minutes but Stassi was on call her daddy and out of everything she said on that it was fun to listen to she didn't really get into a lot of like she talks about her new book coming out and all of that stuff but she made the funniest comment she said like it it, wasn't that funny she said I feel like just all of the years that I've been on Vanderpump were to waste like this would have been the perfect situation for me to be in and all of the crap that I did in those other years was just put to waste like this is where I would have thrived that made me giggle I didn't know you were such a Stasi hater 
It's not an Amistasi hater. I just, I find her so boring and predictable. Like, we know, like, like, okay, so her call her daddy, like, I wasn't even excited. I was like, okay, we're gonna, like, we know the bit. Like, it feels very reminiscent of, like, a Chelsea Handler or an Amy Schumer where, like, I like them, but, like, you know what you're getting when you're going to the show. I just, I don't know, Stassi, like, does not... I don't, I really don't hate her. I just, I don't think she's like, I don't, I don't know. I don't find anything there. I just am like, she talked okay. a lot about a like lot murder of was, and like ranch and like, being it was basic. more so they talked a lot about her being pregnant and pregnancy. Well, I and, listened to it. Oh, you did. Oh, I thought you said yeah. you didn't. Yeah. I, no, didn't, I didn't feel like I, didn't, was a, I wasn't excited about it, but I still listened to it. Yeah. To me, them excited together was interesting. Question. Yeah, so we're kind of at time. I had these like fun ideas of things that I wanted to do. So yeah, in the few the next few weeks, we're going to cover some of this. I think next week, I want to talk about some shows that we're watching, um, yeah. some things that we're doing. Before we go, I wanted to do a little of this or that with you before we close okay. out. Uh, before we do that, what was your favorite bonding moment of either Below Deck or VPR? Um. VPR, let's think. I could do mine first. Okay, I liked I liked seeing Allie with Katie and Lala in that last scene. I know it wasn't like major, but so many times James's girlfriends have been on the outside. Well, I guess it was Raquel. But watching Allie like get in with the gals so easily mm-hmm. and effortlessly, I think it's been nice to see that. I also kind of like her. I wanted to hate her I in the beginning. Her a lot. But I, I like her. It feels like she has a good head on her shoulders and that she's a good fit for him. I think the whole internet is like really rallying behind Allie. Oh, good. Yeah. Okay. People seem to really be, they're into her. Yeah. Um, I feel like that's a good one. I don't know if I really had any, I think because this episode was so choppy. Yeah. It was like, no, it was like, just, it felt like just like scenes that didn't make it, like not in any real order. Yeah. But it was hard for me to like, like there wasn't a lot of actual bonding moments yeah i did think the lisa and ariana thing was interesting too to see them together bonding over the horse trying to get her back uh in the saddle saddle ranch that was fluff okay well this has been fun um did you see john ham is a vanderpumper yeah i did i haven't watched that watch what happens i need to watch it tonight when i get home with that last final thoughts quiz if you had to pick Ryan Gosling or Ryan Reynolds? What? Ryan Gosling. 10 out of 10 all day, every single Same. day. Same. Okay. Ryan Reynolds is kind of douchey. Successful, but douchey. I mean, I think Ryan Gosling is too. He's just better to look at. Ryan Reynolds or Rob McElhenney? Rob McElhenney. Same. Okay. Oh God, this is fun. Keep going. I like this game. <laughs> Rob McElhenney or Dax Shepard? <sighs> I'm going Dax. Same. I can't believe we're... I can't believe we're same across the board. Oh okay. That was really Wait, awesome. That was really fun. I want to play this every day, every week. Yeah. Yeah. Think about it. I literally, we both said Dax. I mean, but like, I have such, a, I, I have such a crush on Dax and always have. Rob McElhenney, like talk about someone who has like gotten so much hotter as they've gotten yeah. older. He is up there and I would pick him over Rob McElhenney or over Ryan Reynolds. Yeah. He I Rob, if you're listening, your Philly girls are here for you because I know that <laughs> you know there's a little you always feel like a little less than around Ryan Reynolds. Yeah, and we're here for it. We stand you. Yeah. We have crushes on you even though we're both in serious committed relationships. Um yeah. anywho, um this has been Bonded by Bravo. Listen to this chaos next week. Thank you for joining us and stay tuned. Stay tuned. We'll see you next week.